0: Welcome to the Cabramatta Vineyard Church podcast. We are a missional community in southwestern Sydney that desires to be a preview community of God's generous rule and reign. For more information, check out cabermattervineyard.org.au Near Colburn, the property there, which has had over 20 men come to to kind of see God and see what it means to be a man and live from that place. So it was really awesome. So got there on the Friday afternoon, this beautiful property, and and then that, that this massive storm, you know, came and the, and, the, and the dirt, this couple of kilometres dirt road, just got fully flooded. And so we go out for dinner at the local pub. But, but, so we uh, four wheel drive, a couple of other guys had four wheel drives. So we we could make it out of the property. Then we had to go along the road, there's a couple of river cross things that were getting flooded. And so we met all the men at the park and then coming back to the property we had to say, leave your cars here, and we had to like kind of shuttle them in through the river and down the dirt, muddy road, and yeah, it was, we didn't lose anyone that, that we know of. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty intense. So it was um it was like yeah, it was just this storm came and just Just washed the roads away, but it was exciting. We talk about that the masculine journey always has to have an adventure, and we had plenty of (laughs) it. So, anyway, I'm glad to be back here with you this weekend. Um, I'm going to read from John chapter 1. So, I like, I I read from paper. One of my favourite stories of scripture, this one says, uh, the next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee in verse 43. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. And Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. And Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. "'Nazareth, can anything good come from there?' Nathanael asked. "'Come and see,' Philip said. "'When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, "'Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false.' "'How do you know me?' Nathanael asked. "'And Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree "'before Philip called you.' "'Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, "'you are the King of Israel.' And Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, there's some there's some stories in your Christian walk in... in I can't see you if I have any one, sorry. There's some stories that you never forget Uh and if you get involved in pastoral ministry, you'll build your own. But for me, there's a story that a friend of mine shares with me. His name's James, who's in, in my church at Cronulla. And after I'd left that church, several years later, James and I caught up We were camping with a group of families. And it was that time in the afternoon where you sit back and relax, maybe with a cleansing ale or something. And uh, he said, David, I don't know if I've ever told you the... the the background of, of my story, my journey, when I was at your church, I said, no, you haven't. He said, his wife, Amanda, she, she had faith and, and she dragged James along. And he came for a while and he said, what you didn't realize is that our marriage was like on the rocks and we weren't sure if we were gonna make it. And then, and then he got saved, I remember the day that James got saved, he'd been coming to church for months and I preached just like this and I wasn't aware of what was happening and a friend came and got me and he said, hey, I think you need to come and pray for James. And I came and he's standing down the front and he's shaking and he's crying. I said, James, are you ready to give your life to Jesus today? He said, yeah, I am. And we recounted that story together as we were camping and, and he said, you see our, our two daughters there, they probably wouldn't be here if we didn't meet Jesus that morning in church because our marriage wasn't going to make it. But Jesus came into our life and changed it and we started a family. He goes, I'm forever grateful for what God did in my life because Amanda, his wife, invited him along. Like Philip found Nathaniel and Amanda said, James, come to church, come and see what God's doing. Now James is probably like, Just being a good husband, a happy wife, happy life, I'll come along to church, right? But God had a bigger agenda, Mm -hmm. a greater eternal destiny-changing agenda for him and his family. And as I've been waiting on the Lord for this message, my heart's been so stirred, I feel like there is a prophetic call that Philip brought to Nathaniel of, come and see that the Lord wants to impart to our hearts and our lives. Because I'm sure that there's probably Nathaniels in your lives, there's Jameses in your lives that you could think of, of like, wow, well, I could invite them to come and see. And I think there's a place for that where I love Glenn and I are talking and discussing what that, what, what that could look like here. But I think what's going to happen first is the Holy Spirit's going to stir it in our hearts. And it's going to happen to us. There's a prophetic word, I think, that, that Philip brought Nathaniel. that he's speaking, the Holy Spirit speaking to us to say, today, is come and see. What does that look like for us to come and see this, this Jesus of Nazareth? The, the seasons that we're in, it, it's changing. You know, Glenn and Alicia are, are taking leadership, and I'm so excited for that. Greg's taking a new season for himself. You know, we're post-COVID, hopefully we're post-La Nina, maybe we can have a summer this year. You know, we're, we're post-global financial crisis, we're even post-the-Sharkies winning the Green Final in 2016. <laughs> we you can't, what I'm saying, we're, we're not in the past anymore, we're stepping into a new season and into this new season, which is spring and new things are coming to life. I think the Holy Spirit is bringing us a new word as well, yeah. mm-hmm. stirring our hearts. The things of the Kingdom. I was driving home. And Glenn and I met together on Friday afternoon. We were talking, discussing, praying for the Cabramatta Vineyard. I was driving home and I, I put on Spotify and I, this song came on. It's a, a contemporary version from The Beatles it was by Damien Leith. I'm a bit of a folky sort of music guy and it says this you recognise it it says little darling it's been a long cold lonely winter little darling it feels like years since it's been here here comes the sun here comes the sun and I I listened to it I'm like I really like that version of that song so I played it again then the Holy Spirit spoke to me he said David that's what I'm doing you know, we're post-COVID. It's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Right. Little darling, the smiles are returning to their faces. It seems like years since, it, since it's been here. Yeah. Little darling, I feel that ice is slowly melting. It seems like years since it's been clear. Here comes the sun. Yeah. Here comes the sun. Okay, yes, yeah. amen. Yes, I Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like today however this message comes out i feel like there's a stirring of the holy spirit that the sun's coming and jesus is doing something new in our hearts and our lives philip went and found nathaniel and he said to nathaniel hey i found the one we've been looking for the one that moses and the prophets wrote about and nathaniel's response wasn't like oh my gosh i'm jumping out of my seat to go meet this guy and nathaniel's response was yeah, right, really? <laughs> as if, Nazareth? Does anything good come out of Nazareth? You know, we, we might say that Nathaniel was in a mood of resignation. It's like, as if this is going to work. But what I love about Nathaniel is he got up from underneath the fig tree. He still stepped up and stepped into faith. Even though he wasn't feeling it, Even if like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll just appease you. But someone invited him and he stepped into the place of faith. Sometimes, you know, the things of the kingdom and the things of God, you're not always feeling it, right? But it takes faith, even when you're not feeling it, to step into that place. When you go to a conference and then you lead a men's retreat, you kind of expect a bit of backlash, a bit of warfare that comes either beforehand or afterwards or sometimes both and it came for tracy and i this week we we're, we're on holidays this next seven days and uh, it's a holiday that i i booked and paid for 12 months ago to go to far north queensland and uh, we've, we've been getting excited about it it's like finally here and then i got a phone call on on tuesday afternoon from the holiday provider to say hey david we just need your your, your final payment for for the holidays so, not a problem but they say no it's the full amount and I'm like no 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 there's just like a small portion left you know to pay when I get there they're like oh no we're so sorry like there was a, a problem of breaking our system your payment never went through and I say well, well wait, wait a minute I, I've got two emails and a phone conversation from you guys to say that yes I've paid it there's no, no balance except for this kind of couple hundred dollars left and they're like, oh, yeah, we're really sorry about that, but how are you going to fix it up? I said, oh, I don't know that I am. I I, in fact, I don't know that I can. Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone to all day, and then I and they're like, oh, yeah, it's just been, we've known about this problem, we've tried to fix it, but those emails that we sent you are not correct. So I'm like, I checked my bank statement, I'm like, oh, yeah, the payment never went through, but I thought it had, you know? You get that confirmation, proof paid, just move on. Yeah, exactly. So come home, yeah, have this conversation with your wife who's been working sixty hours a week, and say, "Hey, babe, I'm not sure if we're going on holidays <laughs> because I thought I'd pay for it, and I haven't, you know." Sorry. And she's like, "It'll be fine, i will be." I'm like, "She bet she never meant it." <laughs> so she's just trying to appease me. We're both of us were gutted, right? We're both we're gutted and we gutted, and I was just so disappointed. And I got in the bed, and, and I said, "Why don't we pray?" I, I've got to tell you, I was like Nathaniel. I didn't have any faith. I wasn't feeling it. I'm like, what if? What if we just pray and say, God, we just need breakthrough. Because we're like, oh, we'll just go. I said, hey, we've always wanted to do a road trip. We'll go do a road trip through New South Wales. Oh, like, yeah, that's good. It's cheap. We can do do that. And I'm like oh, New South Wales is flooded. You can't. I <laughs> so I'm like, let's pray. So I just prayed this prayer. 60 seconds. There wasn't any feeling, emotion of faith. Like God, just we need breakthrough next morning um we got a phone call from tracy's daughter and her husband to say you know our family they they have a house in noosa Aww. they'd be more than happy to rent it to you to the street back from the beach just on mates rates Aww. like wow god <laughs> you know like we didn't we weren't feeling it and it's just a step of faith so why don't we pray and say god could you break in here you know, and I've got to tell you, I've just got to be honest with you. As a, as a pastor, I feel like transparency is important. I, I haven't always done that. Like two weeks ago, Tracy's mum came down for for the weekend. She had got a, a bad, real bad knee. And I was driving home, and Tracy and I were talking. I said, hey, we're going to pray for your mum, right? We'll pray for healing for her knee. And, and we're like, yeah, we're, anyway, the weekend's going along. I'm thinking, when's the right time? Because right? her mum doesn't have a, like a, a faith like this. And like, when's the right moment? The whole weekend goes. And... Her uh, football team lost the grand final, and so it's like right, and, and there was no right moment. And we drove her home, and we, and he said, oh, "We never, we never stepped into faith in that space." And 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 we we're talking about it, and I was starting to make excuses of why. And Tracy, with the prophetic word of the Lord, said, "David, we just chickened out, didn't we?" I mm-hmm. said, so, "Yeah, we did." Mm-hmm. You know, I missed it on that time. Oh, yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? It's that real thing of like, am I, am I going to step into faith? Do I have to be feeling that to step into faith? Sometimes, sometimes it's just because, hey, I see a glimmer of faith I see a glimmer of hope. I'm going to step into that space. And Nathaniel did that. He got up from underneath the fig tree and he walks towards Jesus and he's just a few yards off. And Jesus looked at him and he says, Here is Nathaniel. He's a true Israelite. In him, there's nothing false, there's no guile. Nathanael says to him, Lord, how do you know me? And Jesus says, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. And, and, and Nathanael says, you are the king of Israel. There's this revelation of who Jesus is through this interaction because Nathanael got up from the fig tree and he walked towards Jesus because he got an invitation from Philip. And that encounter changed his life. And Jesus says, I saw you under the fig tree. So, and that made sense to Nathanael. It had some kind of recognition. You've got to say, well, what was happening under the fig tree? Well, the fig tree in Israel was a place that in the heat of the day men would come and that, that was the place where they would they would get the cool and the shade and refresh themselves. But it was also the place where they'd go to pray. Men would sit under the fig tree and pray. And in that place, they'd pour out their hearts and they'd pour out their searching and they'd pray for the kingdom of God to break in. And Nathaniel's walking towards Jesus and he says, I saw you under the fig tree. Before Philip, even before Philip even had called you. I saw you searching. I saw your heart and your soul being poured out. I saw the story that you were living in. Wow, you know, like God sees us while we're still searching even before we've stepped towards him, in fact. God sees us in our stories. The stories we live now. You know, as human beings, we are, we are story people. We interpret life through stories, right? So... You know, Tracy and I were just, just friends eight years ago or ten years ago. And one night we were just texting, how's it going? And then and I said, Hey, well, if you ever want to see a movie, I'll you know, you can come to a movie with me. <laughs> smooth, smooth, smooth. Oh, smooth as sandpaper. <laughs> And, and honestly I'm like I'm just I'm just waiting for the no I'm just like oh no thanks David that's, that's that, that was the story I was living in no I'm just like oh what the heck just send it right just send it so I just send it and I go to sleep and then ding ding like, like oh, I reckon half a second later it comes back absolutely I'd love to I'm like oh my gosh my story's changed right like now, I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> does that mean I'd love to because you're a nice friend I've known for a long time Or does that mean I'd love to because no. there's another story happening, right? <laughs> so before the movie, you know, you go to the gym, I'm <laughs> okay, you've got to be a transperiality. <laughs> yes. so you know, we live in, we live in stories. Sometimes it's a story that that we we want everyone to see about ourselves. Sometimes it's a story that runs constantly through our head that we don't want people to see. Like Nathaniel under the fig tree. Jesus sees us in our story. How many stories are going to be lived out through the cavernment of England? Mm -hmm. How many Nathaniels are going to be seen underneath the fig tree and aren't here yet? Mm -hmm. And many Philips are going to go out and say, why don't you come and see? When When we meet Jesus and there's this revelation of him, it's like he comes into our story and he meets us in our story. And as he meets us in our story, he's just not like a, an old mate that comes around and shares stories of the past. He, he actually says, I'm going to meet you in your story, but then I'm, going to, I'm calling you into a bigger story. A greater story than, than your story. So, so Jesus, and Nathaniel says, Jesus, you're my, my Lord, my King, you're the one of Israel. And, and Jesus says, you know, you see me for going out because I saw you under the fig tree, but you're going to see greater things than these." You're going to see the angels of heaven descending and ascending on the Son of Man, and you read that, you're like, "Whoa!" Like turn the page. When do the angels come? Right? When when do we see the angels coming down? And I'm, I'm turning the pages. I haven't. I don't, I don't see that. Like Jesus, what what were you talking about in, in Genesis chapter 28? Jacob has this dream, and and he sleeps, and and the the angels in this dream, he sees a ladder come down from heaven. And angels ascending and descending on this ladder, breaking into the earth. And Jesus is saying, Nathaniel, you're searching for the kingdom of God, but I am the true Jacob. I'm the true Israel. The kingdom of God is coming through me now. What you prayed about, what Jacob saw in his dream is happening here now with me. And you're going to see greater things because I'm calling you into that story. See, God meets us in our, in our story and then he calls us into a bigger, greater story. The story of the kingdom of god the story that of of who jesus is and i just feel like as i've waited on the lord this week that the holy spirit is inviting us to 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 live in a place of come and see what god's doing what does it look like to step into faith and god to meet us in our story even when we're not feeling it and he's calling us back into a greater story his story the story of his kingdom i just want to give you three takeaways this morning of what that can look like. When we see Jesus, and we, we have this revelation for who he is as the King of Kings, and our Saviour who meets us in our story, we, we discover that the story of God is, has been building through all of history. It's not just a new thing. This What Jesus is referring to here with Nathaniel, the promise was made originally in Genesis 12. Genesis 12, the Lord calls Abraham and he says to go, leave your family, go to a new place because I'm going to make you into a great nation and I'll bless you and I'll make your name great and you'll be a blessing and I'll bless those who bless you and whoever curses you are cursed and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. See, the story of god has always been about god drawing a people to himself it's always been about building a people a family who will identify with him and whose identity will be found in him that we represent god we would have the god flavor in the earth people will see us and say there's something different about you god's always been about not just programs and organisations, he's always been about people and building people who would follow him and worship him and that'd be seen as the light of the world. It's not, it's not a new thing. It's been going on for thousands of years. But as we encounter Jesus as King and he calls us into the story of God that's been building through history, then also we have to reach for something now. So Matthew 11:12 12 says the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and forceful men and women lay hold of it it's that stepping into faith it does take a level of boldness it takes a it takes a choice like Nathaniel was like well Nazareth yeah but i'll get up from under the fig tree because why well, there's there's something greater searching inside of me i i really appreciated the the conference and uh Alicia and i were in Peter Downs's little workshop and he, he reminded me of, of something that, that I've learnt a long time ago. And what, that about the kingdom of God, that the kingdom of God is both profoundly spiritual and profoundly practical. And those two things gotta to come together. That's how God works. They they come together for the kingdom of God to come in our life and through our life, and Jesus built his church through profoundly spiritual ways and profoundly practical ways. And what I love here about Capramana Vineyard is that there's some real amazing strengths that that I've seen, particularly spiritually, the way you guys worship and the way you guys love each other, and, and I'm not saying you guys because it's me now, it's we, <laughs> but this is what I've been impressed by. But. And the way we minister to each other, and and Greg's done such a great job of building a foundation of saying this is how the kingdom of God comes into someone's life. You can receive a prophetic word or a word of knowledge, like you can listen to the Lord. Like that stuff is so honestly, when we say like you guys are punching above your weight when it comes to that, it's really it's really really awesome, and we want to keep building on that. And some some things that I've observed, there's, there's some. Practical things we can add to that, right? The two of them come together. And even as we're worshipping, I had a second picture, and it was a picture of an extension. And the first thing that they do when they build an extension on, on the back of a house, if it's going to have like, uh, like concrete built with brick with concrete footings, you have to build a trench. You have to dig a trench for the concrete to be laid in so that it can build strong and not fall over, right? So... And I just feel like that's what God's doing. We're we're not abandoning the past, past, but together we're going forward into a new future, building on the foundation that's been laid and incorporating some new things to say, hey, this is how we go forward. And it's going to be both profoundly spiritual and profoundly practical. Yep. Can I offer you one, just one, profoundly practical thing? What kind of (laughs) two? Being here. Being in this in this place. Coming together. I shared with Glenn my last year, I think it was last year when I did a three-week series, and I felt like the Lord gave me a word for you guys, is that you underestimate the value of what it means to come together. Underestimate the, the impact of the kingdom of God that can happen when you come together. And I know Zoom's great, and welcome to everyone on Zoom, and it's wonderful. <laughs> but coming together, the significance for the kingdom. My pastor, who taught me in the, when I did my internship, he, he used the word that I didn't know. It's called calamus. Never forgotten it. But he said calamus was was the fragrance and the 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 the, uh, the sense, the spices and the herb that gave fragrance to the sacrifices that the people of Israel would bring, and the priest would add fragrance so that when the the burnt offering was being burnt, it would bring a, an aroma that was pleasant. And when we come together in faith and worship, you know what we bring? Calamus. We bring fragrance. We bring flavour to the room. You know when, when someone walks in and worship's happening and people are engaged in worship, they, there's a flavour to that. And, and just being here is, is like one practical thing that, that, that builds a kingdom of God. The other, you know, the other part of that is being here early. <laughs> like, I, I know it's hard, hard, and I'm not the most hungry person. Honestly, at work, they call me City Rail. <laughs> 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 Did you know why? Do you know why? It's because hard. I'm never really late, but I'm kind of within that two to five-minute range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here, I mean, we're just running a little bit late. But, but, but honestly, like being here early and just engaging in fellowship having a cup of tea, welcoming people as they come in. Do you, know, do you know one thing that's really important, why that's so important? Because Nathaniel's always come early. Yeah. <laughs> when someone gets invited to come and see, they get there on time, a couple of minutes early, just because they don't want to be the late person walking in because they think that we're all going to be here on time. So, you see how that's just like a practical thing, but so profound? And you, you bring together with a person who's been like, so excited because they're coming with an expectation of what God's going to do in the room today. And they meet Nathaniel and they're like, I'm so glad you're here. And then worship happens, and Nathaniel hears, well, I saw you under the fig tree. And James came with his wife. And Jesus saw him under the fig tree. And his daughters worshipped the Lord. We encounter that Jesus is the King who calls us into the story of God that has a glorious future. Jesus in Matthew 16, 18 says, I will build my church and the gates of hell won't overcome it. It's a pretty sure thing. It's been going on for over 2,000 years. Jesus is persistent, tenacious, and determined he won't give up. He's going to build his church whether we're doing it or not. And he's just inviting to be asked to be a part of what he's doing. His church has shown longevity, It's survived world wars, Great Depressions, civil uprisings, COVID, you name it. It's survived. When you, you think, wow, started with like eleven disciples in a room that were just like going, oh God, oh god, oh god, we don't know what we're gonna do. Jesus built his church for ordinary people. Ordinary people who had met with Jesus. Has a glorious future. So this morning I just want to leave you with that invitation. Come and see. Step into faith. Watch God meet you in your story. Listen to him as he calls you into his story. I'll leave you this one verse. Put a little picture on the WhatsApp. Um, yesterday, one of my favourite verses. As I got up early to meet with the Lord, that this is the promise of God. Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into a path of peace. So the rising sun is coming from heaven. Here comes the sun. Do do do. I <laughs> understand and pray. What's that first one? It's Luke chapter 1 and verse 78. Father, we welcome you. We just welcome your goodness, God. Holy Spirit I pray right now where that for some of us you, you, you want to meet us right in our story you want to meet us under the fig tree and tell us that you see us there uh, in a place of searching and, and questions more than answers that you see us God would you just remind us of that right now would your Holy Spirit just come and remind us that you see us that you're not overlooked, that you're not forgotten, that you you haven't passed by, but you see us look. That we're not disqualified, that we're not disgraced. That you see us in our searching. And for other others of us the Holy Spirit is saying you're going to see greater things in this you're going to see the kingdom of God breaking in, angels descending and ascending on the son of man for some of us I think for all of us the Holy Spirit is inviting us into the story of God that he will build his church and he's including us and inviting us to be a part of it That we would be an oasis of fresh living water in a community that is thirsty, looking for life. Could we just raise our hands and say, God, together in agreement, Jesus, build a church in this place. Bring a kingdom in our lives. We just affirm the foundation that's been laid through Greg and Diane and the, the toil, the blood, the sweat and the many, many tears, the enormous prayers. We say God come and come and build from this foundation and bring your kingdom. Jesus, build your church. Let many Nathaniels come in through these doors. And let us go out and find many Nathaniels. And say, come and see, Jesus is doing a, a wonderful thing. It's, it's who we've been looking for. Come and see. Come and taste that God is good. Jesus, we say, in our in our place and in our time, do this. Make it known again, God. And show us what it looks like for us as a people and a community to welcome Nathaniels, to welcome the searching, the broken, the things that we sung about. What does it look like for us to be that type of people that says everyone is welcome, everyone belongs? Because we've got we've got more than enough to give away. Mm. It's got it's been a it's a cold and lonely winter, but here comes the sun as the Son. Lord, we just affirm Glenn and Alicia and their leadership, their pastoral call in this community. Say yes and amen. Take us forward. Holy Spirit, lead us forward. Show us the mysteries of the kingdom. Show us the, the spiritual and the practical that we can lend our hands to. We pray. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen bless you guys. I'll let you guys do whatever you want to do now. You want to do that so well. so. Yeah.